You're listening to Barter with Christine with your host, profit improvement expert, Christine Radovich. Listen live each Monday at 1. Christine talks with business owners on how to increase cash flow and grow profits. You are listening to the Barter with Christine show. Happy Monday, everyone. It's the first day of the work week, and while weekends are just never long enough, so many people just dread going back to work. If only they could hit the lottery. But is that the answer when the odds of winning are 1 in 292 million? Think about that for a minute. Are you one of those people that play regularly hoping for a 1 in 292 million chance? I think there is a better way to shape our destinies. As for Mondays, I am excited because I love being here to share information with you. I get to interview some very intelligent, creative, and resourceful business owners and pick their brains. I love learning and having others share their experiences, which can be quite motivating. So I've gotten into the habit of calling Mondays Motivational Monday. So what motivates you? What makes you get up in the morning and drives your desire to be the best you can be? Or the best at your job or chosen career? Do you enjoy what you do for a living? Are you happy where you are in life? The reason I am posing these questions is because I run into many people who are working tirelessly to make ends meet, but they are not enjoying the work they do. And to top it off, they aren't making the kind of money they want to be making. And many are working two and three jobs and are struggling, so it's a grind. They feel stuck in a hole with no foreseeable way out. So they continue to do what they have always done by going to work at their job or jobs and make just enough money to pay the bills with not much left over. Not enough to take that really nice vacation or cruise when they've always want, you know, that they've always wanted to go on. And for some, just finding enough extra money to go away for a weekend is even a struggle. Or just to enjoy a nice dinner out at a fancy restaurant So what keeps these people spinning on the same wheel, going round and round like a hamster, but never getting anywhere? Every now and then, even a courageous hamster will find a way to get on top of that wheel, push through the screen ceiling on that cage, and make a daring escape. So what is it that makes that hamster any different from his buddies still trapped down in that cage? I'll tell you what it is. That daredevil hamster took action. He had a plan and went exploring. He did something different than the norm of just spinning on that wheel. He climbed up the side of the wheel, pushed through the top, and took that daring leap to enjoy some freedom. So I ask, what kind of hamster are you? As the famous motivational speaker Les Brown likes to say, leap and grow your wings on the way down. I learned that phrase many years ago, and it has helped me out greatly during times when I felt stuck. Sometimes we just have to carve out our own destiny, and it it can be scary. But being complacent is so much easier, right? Or so we think. It's easier until we find ourselves wrapped on that wheel. You, You see, we as humans are creatures of habit. We go to school, graduate, some go off to college, but most end up taking jobs usually Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, or some variation of that, to earn a living and most never escape that routine. 
The majority of people never take control of their own destiny, but for the ones that do, they are the ones taking that leap and trying something new. I'm sharing this with you today because in order to be successful, you need a clear and precise plan that is also actionable. Just thinking about it and not writing it down or executing it will not serve you well. And if you're in management or are a business owner and you have expectations of your staff, this is also very important. And today's guest knows all about the importance of this, as this very thing is discussed in her book entitled Management Unleashed, Leadership Lessons from My Dog. Diane Hansen has helped many organizations develop highly functioning teams and competent, caring managers. She was the owner of Creative Resources Development Incorporated for 28 years. And prior to starting her own business, she was an award-winning sales manager with what is now known as Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. And she's also worked as a contract training manager for AstraZeneca. She was the mayor of Dewey Beach, Delaware, for six years and has also served as the chairman of the board of directors for the Chester County SPCA, which is now known as the Brandywine SPCA, for three years. And she has a master's degree in organizational dynamics. Diane Hansen, welcome to the Barter with Christine show. Thank you very much. Hi, Diane. It's so nice to have you on the show today. I'm getting a little bit of repeat. I'm hoping that uh, the listeners don't hear that. I don't know if you can hear yeah, it, but maybe I'm Brett having can it clear too. that up. Okay, maybe Brett can clear that up for us. Oh, I think just he just stopped. did. That's good. Yep. Okay, so Diane, well, uh, take a minute and introduce yourself, please. Okay. Um, well, basically now I um, am interested in promoting my book, which is the main thing I'm doing right now. Um, but I've done a lot in my career, so, um, you know, I'm interested in just about anything that might come up. You never know. <laughs> right. Well, your background, uh, obviously, in training and management, and uh, that is what led to you writing the book. What was it that inspired you to write the book? Well, at the time, I was the first female in management with a major pharmaceutical company, and I was a sales manager that um, was supervising primarily men, and most people were 20 years older than I was. So uh, you can imagine back in 1980 that that was a bit of a challenge. Um, so it was a challenging management situation, and at the same time, I had adopted a dog from the SPCA. It was a big old sheep dog, and um, he was rather unruly. <laughs> and one day when I came home from work, he had eaten the couch. He literally oh, had eaten the entire couch. There was nothing left but fuzz. Oh. And... Um, so I thought, well, what am I going to do here? You know, I started talking to some friends, and they said, well, you know, if I were you, I'd just take the dog back. You know, he's obviously not trainable. And I said, I can't do that because I'm president of the board of the SPCA. <laughs> they kind of kind of frown on taking the dog back. So I was kind of in a pickle, and um, I thought about it for a while. I slept on it, and when I woke up, I said, I know, I'm taking this dog to private lessons with a police dog trainer. And so I did find the right person, and I went to private lessons, and literally she had us straightened out within about an hour. Um, she just, she had us just, she wanted to see how we interact together, so she had me walking the dog around, and, you know, when I tried to get him to start walking, you know, he was very obstinate, didn't want to, to even get up. So she said, well, you know, you really have to show him who's boss. So she goes over and she takes the chain and she yanks it really hard and then starts walking. And the dog just followed her right along like <laughs> that was quite normal. 
And uh, it dawned on me at that time that I had an employee who was 55, I was 30, um, who was very non-accepting of females in a management role. And any time I came up with an idea, you know, or, or even a directive from management said, you know, we need to do X, he would come up with all this negativity. It's like, oh, we tried that before and it didn't work, or that's a stupid idea because of whatever. And I would use my sales skills to convince him that he should do this. But when I went to this dog training class, it just dawned on me, that's the problem. I really need to let him know who's boss. So <laughs> the next time I talked to him, I had to ask him about something to do. Um, and he started into his usual train, routine. And I said, no, I'm sorry, we're not talking about the past anymore. We're talking about the future, and I need you to do this, and I expect it on my desk by Monday. And nice. there was this long silence. <laughs> and then eventually he spoke, and he said, well, as long as you put it that way, do you have any suggestions how we can do it? And mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, it was kind of one of those revelations. Like, if he knew I learned this in dog training, oh, my God. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's where I learned it. You know, you got to, if you're the boss, you got to be top dog. <laughs> wow. And, you know, not in a way that's domineering or anything like that. But with certain individuals, you need to be a little more domineering than others. And then others, you need more more understanding. You need to realize that each person has a different need, different needs and a different style. Right. And I guess he needed to know what your expectations were and, and, uh, and basically have a plan of execution, right? Yes. And I think the other thing is he was quite used to having more of a domineering type of style because of his age and and the way the company was operated at that time. So he didn't know how to deal with someone that wanted to negotiate or work as a team or be understanding. That's amazing. And and so I was reading along, I mean, and I obviously there was like eye rolling and just, uh, you know, just an indifference to, I guess, anything you had to say. But, but it's so funny, I guess, the minute you showed him who was boss, everything changed. Yes, it did. And, and to some extent, maybe that's what he expected. So what t- without giving away too much of the book, I know there's like several different chapters and there's, I love the, um, the little uh, end thought pattern here in the book of every chapter. Mm-hmm. It says pause for reflection, spelling yes. P-A-W-S. I think that is so clever. And yes. so, uh, there, you know, maybe you want to elaborate on a few of the different, um, you know, topics in your book that, that you had learned through this dog okay. training. Um, well, I think one that's a really simple um, analogy is that when a dog does something right, we pretty much automatically think of giving him a treat. Mm -hmm. But we don't do that with our employees. And it's funny because the connection with the dogs helps people remember things that are basics that they should know, but maybe we forget, we get busy, you know, it's a crazy world we live in, you know, with a lot of uh, hectic situations and so forth and we sometimes forget just to say thank you or that you did a good job mm-hmm. and so this one woman that read the book she says now every time I give my dog a treat I think gee who should I have thanked at work today or who did a good <laughs> job that I should tell them that tomorrow morning when I get into work and wow. every time she gives a dog a treat she thinks of that so I think that's really a fantastic connection you know to think of something that's a very basic of management to be be thinking of it every time you give a dog a treat is is phenomenal, right? And and you know I can I can think back and reflect. Um, you know when I've had different jobs through the course of of my years of being employed, 
how unappreciated you know you have mm-hmm. felt as an employee and never hearing that praise or that positive feedback or just the acknowledgement of a job well done and i think we as humans we feed on that and that's something we need to hear and i think it it makes us motivated to want to do a, a better job you know if we knew where yes, we were being appreciated instead of just being a I number mean, in a someone, corporation it's so simple just for the, whoever's the manager to go by and say, hey, you really did a great job on that report, and here's what I liked best, to give them more specifics in their feedback, not just that you did a good job, but why was it good, or how could it even have been improved? People like to know that because they like to be able to improve. But if the boss doesn't give them any feedback till they have an annual review, which usually is two years late, uh, it really doesn't serve the purpose. Um, another an- analogy that I have in there that I like a lot is the idea of empowerment. And that's mm-hmm. sometimes difficult for some managers to understand. They just kind of come into work and say, okay, I'm empowering you all to, to do what you need to do, and they don't really follow up enough. What I uh, have the analogy in there is that, you know, if you have a young puppy or if you have a really, really big dog that's a bit unruly, you have to, be, uh, you have to keep that dog on a shorter leash. You have to keep them under your control. They need more supervision. They need more training. They need whatever. They're needy. Um, but as the dog or the employee gets more advanced, you don't need to spend quite as much time with them. You need to give them encouragement. You need to give them feedback, um, but maybe not as much training, just reinforcement of what they're doing right. And then as they get more advanced to, get, uh, to be a really good performer, they're the equivalent of a dog that uh, can be given a, a, like an invisible fence. And that's important because when you do empower someone, you need to give them their boundaries just like that invisible fence. You need to say, all right, you're empowered to do X, whatever that might be, but if this affects other departments, if this is going to affect the budget, if, this, you, know, if you start to have issues, then you need to come to me right away. So you need to give them an example of when they might need to come to you, and then you need to follow up with them as well. You can't just say you're empowered and let them go do whatever they want because right. that gets out of control pretty easily. So That's I think it's really kind of a neat analogy. It is, I was just going to say that is a really I, – you took the words right out of my mouth and say that's a really neat analogy. Uh, you know, does uh, the expression work like a dog come to mind? You know, yeah. I, yeah, you know, I didn't yeah. see that anywhere in your book, but, you know, no, there is an expression work like a dog. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what kind of dog. I mean, if you're talking about a sled dog, yes, but right. in the United True. States a typical dog sleeps most of the day. So, I don't know. You could say work like a dog is a good thing. Yeah, it can be, absolutely. Well, we have so much more to discuss, but before we go to a break, I just want to let uh, listeners out there know, if they're looking for a free tip sheet on seven ways they can grow their business without costing them a penny, please visit weloveourcustomers.biz slash barter. That's B-A-R-T-E-R. We love our customers.biz slash barter. It's an absolutely free tip sheet. Just seven little tips that'll help you grow your business without costing you a penny. But stay tuned. Don't go anywhere because there's more great information coming back from the break with Diane Hansen on her book, Management Unleashed. Hold, hold tight and we will be right back. Jim, your restaurant looks great. You have a lot of new customers. Thanks, Dan. Things have really turned around. What changed? I joined Atlantic Barter, one of the area's oldest and largest barter exchanges in the Mid-Atlantic region. They really helped me grow my business. 
How did they help you? Well, through them, I traded restaurant meals in exchange for things like advertising and pest control services. They saved me thousands of dollars already. Do you think my business could benefit? Absolutely. The painter I used on trade to paint my restaurant picked up a cash job from one of my customers. That's great. I need new customers. Give them a call at 302-654-5650 or visit AtlanticBarter.com. They work with all kinds of businesses. I'm calling today. I definitely want to save some cash. I don't know why I haven't done this before. Be smarter, think barter. Visit them on the web at AtlanticBarter.com to build barter into your business plan. Call 302-654-5650. That's 302-654-5650. My name is Joe Ball. I am 88 years old. 88 years old. I don't look that old, except in the mirror. I've been in business over 61 years, aiding small and medium-sized firms with their advertising and related needs. I'm still at it. You can benefit from my lifetime experiences Call me personally at 484-562-0060. That's 484-562-0060. Or see www.phillybizmedia.com. That's www.phillybizmedia.com. Make your contact soon. For obvious reasons, I'm 88 years old. 484-562-0060. You are back listening to The Barter with Christine Show. I'm your host, Christine Radovich, profit improvement expert. And my guest today is Diane Hansen, author of the book, Management Unleashed. Leadership Lessons from My Dog. And I, I'll tell you, I read this book over the weekend. I started reading it a, few, you know, a little bit prior to that, but I got it finished over the weekend. And it's a really great book. People, if you're out there listening, uh, there's some great helpful tips in this book, and I encourage you to go out and get this book. Diane, how can the listeners get your book? Well, it's very easy. They can um, buy it through Barter. <laughs> it's uh, only $15, <laughs> and I mm-hmm. also will be at the trade show, so they can buy it there if they're uh, members of the Barter Network. Um, and if not, if they're not members of the Barter Network and like to just pay for cash, um, they can order it online through Amazon, uh, and they can also go to my website, which is called managementunleashed.com, and they can place an order there. And they can, if they do it that way, they can get it personalized. I can, you know, sign Great. it and say to so-and-so if it's a gift or something. Right. And since you will be at our holiday trade show on Sunday, November 17th at the North Shrine mm-hmm. Center in Newcastle, Delaware, um, you will be signing your book there. That's right. That's awesome. It's a great, great gift for the holidays or recent graduates, uh, somebody who graduated <laughs> in December or somebody who started a new job. And quite yeah. frankly, it's not totally a management book. It's a fun book to read. It really is. I, I really love the storyline. The character Marty, you know, is having problems with her uh, employees and based on your, your own experiences. But I, do you mind if I read a short excerpt from the book? Because there was no, a paragraph here that was really, it just was really impactful to me. And I wanted to share it with the listeners. Um, so let's see if I can find it. I had this page marked. Here it is. Okay. So this this is what I read. And I as soon as I read it, I immediately reread it because I thought, wow, you know what, this, you know, we all know this, but I think to hear it put in these words was amazing. So here, here it goes. 
Uh, dogs are paragons of mindfulness. They live in the moment, not concerned about the future or encumbered by the past. Their time on earth is shorter than ours, and they make the most of it. They are accepting and forgiving, never holding grudges. They have a natural curiosity and see the world out there as something to discover and are open to new possibilities. I love that, Diane. That is amazing. Um, and it's so true. As a, as a long time, I mean, I'm just a dog lover my whole entire life. I've just always had a dog, and I, I'm a big mm -hmm. advocate for dogs and animal rescue. And um, I know that you do great work at the SPCA, and I'm being involved in that. But, um, you know, people, we, we know that dogs give unconditional love. And we always say that, but to really – Unless you have a dog and you experience it that, you really don't know what that means. But it's true. You could be angry at them, um, and then they come up and lick your face afterwards. You know, right. it just, it's, um, they're, they're so, so giving of themselves, and they're so accepting they don't hold grudges and this and this natural curiosity and but what really really hit my core was their time on earth is shorter than ours and they make the most of it my mm -hmm. gosh like how powerful yep. is that and it's true they do live a short while but while they're in our lives I just want to give them the best life possible. I mean, I have a very happy dog. I have a lab. Mm -hmm. I rescued her from a, a no-kill shelter. And I'll tell you what, she is the love of my life. And we spoil her, and she sleeps in my bed. And I play Frisbee with her every day. And she goes on walks, and she goes to the river. I mean, we just give her everything, a little yeah. piece of our food, because we, we treat her like a pack member. So we get on the floor, we play with her, and she's, she's part of the pack. And, mm -hmm. you know, when you're eating, they don't understand why they're not getting any. So we always give her like the last bite or, you know, just include uh -huh. her in everything we do. And mm -hmm. I, I, when I was reading this book, I thought to myself, man, you know, dogs are so great. Like, we should aspire to be more like dogs. Yes, um, we should. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great life lesson. Um, Without but, the ass sniffing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'll tell you what, the, you know, as long as they don't chew your couch, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> but, but um, you know, I I'm I'm blessed to have a great dog and and things turned around really well for you with your dog training and then look at that. You turned it around and put it in a book that can help people. Uh what an experience, you know. I just think it is something that people should pick up a copy of. And if they yes. come to the trade show, if they're Atlantic Barter member, they can get it and they can get it uh, personally autographed by you. If you're listening and you're not Atlantic Barter member, please go to Amazon and look at her book, Management Unleashed. Uh, really great read. Uh, it doesn't take you long to go through it. And just, just a really well-written book, Diana. Kudos to you for that. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. So, so, but, um, I've, just, so yeah, I've been a member of the Barter. I've been trying to mm -hmm. think how long, but I think it was um, – 2007, maybe 2006. Uh, yeah, you been have been a that. member since 2000, actually 2009, so for 10 years you've been a member. Okay. Yes, mm -hmm. and so what yeah. was it back in the day that made you get involved all those years ago? What made sense to you? Well, what made sense was that I could rent my, uh, I have a rental at the beach, it's an oceanfront condo, and um, there are times that I don't want to run it on the open market. Uh, and the reason is because in June, May and June sometimes, we get the kids that want to celebrate their graduations. And I don't want to rent to them because they can be very nice, some of them, but some of them, they get down here and they go crazy and they, you know, they can damage the place. So in June, I tend to rent the place on Barter, May and June. 
And right. uh, so that gives me the money I need, the barter money I need to get through the year and get all this great stuff that I've gotten through barter. But we've been on vacations to Jamaica and to South Carolina, and uh, I've gotten a shower door when we had remodeling, and those things are thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. Um, I've had carpet cleaning. I've gotten ceiling fans, mattresses, jewelry, coffee, wow. home decorating, photography. <laughs> and for my <laughs> book, I've had marketing services and website design on barter, which, quite frankly, if I didn't have it on barter, I might not have really been able to send the money to market the book. Wow. So, so is that like your most memorable purchase? What was your most memorable purchase of all the years? Memorable, huh? Well, that's a different word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Memorable. I don't know. I, I can't really answer that. I can tell you the one that probably has helped me the most was hearing aids. Oh, wow. And uh, so I got those on barter. They're they're rather expensive, too. You know, it's one they of the are. things mm-hmm. that maybe I might not have spent the money if I didn't get it on barter, but I did, and they've certainly been very helpful. Wow. Well, that's that's a great uh, testimony to the advantages of belonging to Atlantic Barter. If anyone out there is listening and they want to consider bartering, there's all kinds of great things that can be obtained on a trade basis, including Diane's book. So visit AtlanticBarter.com. That's Atlantic like the ocean and the word barter as in trade, B-A-R-T-E-R. So AtlanticBarter.com, you'll find all kinds of great information there, including a video of some of our past holiday trade shows where you can obtain the goods and services that you want for maybe your holiday shopping uh, gift-giving needs. So this year's show will be on Sunday, November 17th from 12 to 4. It's by invitation only. If you are not a member, now is the time to join. If you'd like a personal invitation and an ability to spend $250 at our show, give me a call. I'll give you a free no-obligation consultation and invite you to the show. And uh, you can come out and see what it's all about. But, Diane, I want to just take a moment and thank you for being my guest today. I really enjoyed your book. I, I hope the listeners out there today will pick up a copy of it, and we're going to promote this within our network and maybe get you in the next newsletter uh, with a nice copy of this um, you know, in the newsletter so that people can see what it's about. But uh, I love it. I'm sure my life is a little bit changed and uh, as a result, and I can't thank you enough for writing it. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It it was fun writing, but you know what's interesting? It took me 40 years to write that book. Wow. <laughs> wow. But well, it was always on. It was always in my mind that I want to get this done. But you know, when you're working and you're running your own company, as I was for 28 years, yep. it just is hectic, and you don't have time. I mean, I catch a little bit of time in the evening or on weekends well, to you know kind well, of write something up or write down ideas and that. But that, uh, it was. Thank you again, Diane. That's all the time we have today. We've got to go off the air. I want to tell the listeners, as always, before I even say my slogan, hang in there because Joe White of Get Life Coaching and uh, the Profit Gorilla will be up next. But as always, be smarter, think barter. Catch you next week. Bye.